So anybody could potentially become a TED Talk talker. Yeah. Right? With enough practice and enough commitment. Think about who's there desperately waiting your, your expertise. And that's enough to take that step. So that's the thing. You know, don't, don't be greedy. Put your message out there because there are people that are suffering and struggling and they're waiting for you to show up. Hey there, welcome to the show. If this is your first time here, this is a show for you. If you're a coach, business owner, entrepreneur, you're gonna get some value out of this. In today's episode, we are talking to Lucas Matiello, who is a confident speaking coach. Now he's worked with TED Talkers from around the world and he's done some amazing stuff. So in today's video, we are going to be covering how to use vulnerability to your advantage, the secrets of confident speaking, how to find strong commitments, how to practice being a role model, transformation that comes from letting go of perfection, what makes a TED Talker special, then we're going to talk about what you need to be a confident speaker, the deepest forms of personal development, and then at the end, we're going to be giving you some bonus tips for you if you're a coach. And make sure you stick around to the end of the episode where speed round uh, kind of spoiler alert isn't so speedy this time around however we touch on topics that will help you jumpstart your business and get you to the success that you totally deserve enjoy welcome to the show connect the dots how are we do my friend lucas we're doing very well thank you so much for having me alex of course and so i've been connected with you through one of my previous podcast guests jackie uh and he's a phenomenal guy said some amazing stuff about you and today, for the viewers who are listening in, we're going to be talking about confident speaking. Now, for those of you who don't know Lucas, Lucas works with entrepreneurial business leaders to help them become confident on camera, in person, and basically making their business boom through confidence. Is that right? Absolutely. Excellent. So without further ado, Lucas, let's jump right in. And I would love to know a bit of backstory, how you got into this whole confidence speaking business. Yeah, it's a, it's a backwards journey. I mean, I didn't start off wanting to have a business uh, or anything of this sort, but it just, uh, I was a guy that was struggling as a teenager with anxiety and especially in wrestling that would come up a lot. And I was just always thinking that I was going to die. I didn't know I was having anxiety and panic attacks. Uh, just, I knew the sensations and also the shame. I had a lot of fear about telling other people because I thought I'd be judged. And so I lived this lie for 15 years until I was 29, got laid off for my job and, and the anxiety and the panic attacks got uh, really intense, uh, really frequent. And that's where I said, went to the doctor and he's like, you need to get some professional help. And so I went and met a psychiatrist, started a, a whole anxiety recovery journey that got me focused on this. Nice. Thank you for that. And you know, I love to say and acknowledge the, the guests that come on the show we share their vulnerability because that's not always easy. And I'm sure you've, you've experienced it yourself. When you share these vulnerabilities, they're not actually a sign of weakness. They're a sign of strength. Mm -hmm. And whatever it is that you're creating now, I, loved, I would love to hear more about how you use that strength from that vulnerability to propel you forward and get you helping people to find their confidence. Absolutely. That's a great, great point. And I mean, for many years I did find it was a big insecurity, uh, a big vulnerability. I didn't want anyone to find out. And what I realized was that I put out so much energy trying to avoid people from getting to know me. And it was in that I was always afraid of the judgment, but your world shrinks and, and you can't be authentic. 
And so kind of moving through that with the work that I do today, you can come in and say anything. I don't, I don't care what you've been through, you know, whether it's just your own fear, whether it's addiction, whether it's some type of abuse that's been done to you. The only thing that I care about is you're in that, you're in that room to acknowledge, to feel, to heal and to become the best version of yourself. And so that's what really sets it up for people is that they're like, I can open up and I can share things that maybe I've even shared to my romantic partners. And that's where, because the, the shame, that's what really holds people back. Yeah, for sure. And to create that space for the people to open themselves up and feel that safety, that reassurance that there's not going to be any judgment or, you know, um, anything to be scared about. Uh, that's really powerful. And, and that's something too that I use in my coaching. So I'm glad that you do, you do it as well. Um, and so tell me, what are the secrets to confident speaking? And there's a lot, there's a lot in there. And if I was to boil it down to some fundamentals, so I have a called the hierarchy of confidence. I think that'd be a good place to start. So it's the framework that I take people through from people that are deathly afraid of speaking public to when I work with TEDx speakers getting ready to do the talk of their life. Everyone has to go through it and there's always a gap. There's certain, this, they're like, oh, there's a, there's a little piece here that I need to work on. And the foundation is compassion. And it's compassion for yourself. That's the foundation to this all. And, and so if you were to become confident and put yourself out there, the first thing we've got to look at is your inner critic. How are you talking to yourself? So that's the first piece is compassion. The second is commitment. It's get clarity on your goals. Where are you going with this? Because if you don't have a clear goal, the fear is going to come up and you're going to go, ah, not worth it and avoid it. And then the third one, and, and this is one of the most important pieces for confidence, is courage. All my clients come in, either confident on video course or speak with confidence, and they say, oh, I want to be on stage. I want to be able to have fun. I want to speak my truth. I say, great. But confidence, it's built on the foundation of courage. And courage is taking action in the face of uncertainty. Most people, they'll say, ah, I'll put myself out there if I know everyone's going to love me. It's going to go well. Uh, I'm going to do a great job. I'm going to make sales, whatever the conditions are. They're looking for the certainty and you're never going to get it. And so it's only in giving that up and saying, look, and, and to this, I, I share with my clients, I go, look, you need to celebrate the action, not the result. Now, people all, they focus on the result. It's like, it doesn't matter about the result. It's the action. It's that courageous action of putting yourself out there, doing that first talk. That's what's going to build that reference point that you can do it. And so that's something that when we look at, so it goes courage. And then competence, because once you do that skill enough, you become competent at it. Then conviction is the fifth one. And conviction is where you can speak with power and say like, you're speaking from that place of certainty and you need to have that, that skill set to get there. And then the fifth is, sorry, the sixth is confidence. And that's where you have it. And you're like, I believe in myself, my abilities. And that's where you're in a space where it's not, you know, can I create this? It's what can I create? And that's where the choice comes into. You have free reign about what you choose to, to create and go for. Nice. Thank you for that. And what I heard in that or the insight that came to my mind was being certain of uncertainty is also a source of confidence too. Yeah. Um, having the ability to let go and say, I, I don't know what I'm going to say, but trust in yourself and have that ability to say, I have everything I need. What I'm about to say is coming from a place of servitude. Oh, totally. Right. And knowing that judgment will come in many forms but it's what we do with that. Mm -hmm. Right. Awesome. I love it. Well, okay. So with that too, the judgment's going to come. 
most people they hear negative comments from other people and they allow that to stop them from going for their dreams. And they, they, you know, they're looking for that critic because deep down it's either going to be that they don't believe they can do it or they don't deserve it. And so that's the other piece too, is a lot of times, you know, my clients say, Oh, what if I get a negative comment? I go, okay, so you're telling me you're going to give up on your dream because someone that you don't know writes some words on some social platform like YouTube. Like, hang on, you got your dream life and you know, not dying with regrets over here. And then you got random comments from someone that you don't know and have no investment in. It's like, people need to check in and really go, it's like, how committed to your dream are you? Because if you're gonna give up because somebody wrote some words on YouTube and that'll, that gives up your passion and what you're here on the planet to do, you gotta look at that commitment. Nice. And so my next question would be, how do you find that commitment? I mean, you've worked with many, many people. Yeah. What is, I guess, the common trend amongst the people that you've worked with that really get them committed to going for that, you know, putting themselves in public and really finding that inner voice that is confident and has that power, that timbre, that, you know, tonality. How do they find that? Well, first they got to go inside and, and, Okay, so a couple of things. First, I would get them to clarify why are you, you know, why are you doing this? Because a lot of times, there's either I, I, there's three questions I ask people. Go well, there's there's who you've been in the past, who you've been told you are, and who you really are. Now, a lot of times people come and other people have said, oh, you need to go for this job or you need to do this, and they do it. But taking that space to go, do I actually want to do this? Or is this somebody else's dream? Or I've done this in the past and I'm really good at it. Okay. But just because you're good at it doesn't mean you have to continue. Because a lot of times, you myself, with this whole COVID situation, I had to launch an online course. I've never launched an online course. And it brought up a lot of my own fears. It was, it was interesting. Same type of content, but doing it on video versus live. My God, do I want to be a beginner again? And it was, so much, it was just caught up in this ego component. And then you, you just walk through it. Now, a couple things is Alex. So first, get clear on what is it that you want to do. Disconnect from other people's opinions and what you've done in the past and go, what do I want? And then second, what I commonly find in terms of commitment is it's either that it's committing to become your best self. That's one. But we can give up on ourselves pretty easy. So that, that's, I don't find that to be the strongest one. It's about being a change in community, in your industry, going outside yourself. And a lot of times it can be about family, you know, family and being a role model. And there's pressure that comes into it though. Role model. Who am I to be a role model? Well, people are looking at you every day. So there's a lot of, at the core, this is a lot about the self image, but yes, you are role. People pay attention to you every day. I don't care who you are, Fan, friends, family, colleagues, they see you. So you, you really got to accept that you're a role model. Nice. And to step into that role model position, I mean, it isn't so easy all the time, right? And so I would love to know more, what kind of, I guess, exercises do you give your, your clients or students or what, whatever you call them um, to help them step into that role model position so that they can kind of practice it and figure out these things that are typically found only through practice? First, expectation management. So it was a quote that Tony Robbins said, uh, that I love, which was on my best day, I'm an imperfect human being. Now, a lot of times the fear about role model is, oh, 
I'm gonna have these tremendous standards. Can I achieve this constantly? Can I even get there? It's a lot of these questions. And when you look at it, it's like, look, I'm an imperfect human being on my best day. So I'm doing my best. That's the first one. The other one too is to just try and take the pressure off. So even with my confident video course, week one, I call it, uh, I call it dog shit video week. And I go, do your worst videos. Like I want you to purposely do a bad video. And when they try to, they give themselves a lot more freedom to even go for it. And then they go and they're like, okay, it's not as bad as I thought. And, oh. and then any of that inner critic that I look stupid, that I, you know, whatever it is, uh, we're, we're starting to minimize that. Nice. I love that. And so once they get into that, do your worst video, was it dog shit video? Is that what? <laughs> yes, sir. Nice. So once they do that, what kind of transformation do you see within the person that does them? Well, in the beginning, they typically, well, they don't do videos. They don't put themselves out there or they do it with tremendous inner criticism and just brings up a lot. So what happens is once a person does it, it's very binary. So they've never, if you've never put a video out there and you do put a video out there, it's like, wow, your whole identity starts to change. You're now a person that puts a video out there, or at least you have the opportunity to, and you've done it in the past. And then what happens is they do it and then they go, okay, how can I improve this? And it starts a, a new, just a, a new change inside of them where they're like, okay, I could refine this or I can improve that. And then it gets to move forward. Instead of the past, they're stuck going like, I can't do this. I don't do videos. I don't put myself out there. Nice. And so actually I've gone through that transformation as well to, to come from a place of being too scared to put myself into the public, have them see me, judge me. And what I've noticed is if people are hating you or yeah. sending you hate messages, it's actually a really good sign. Mm -hmm. um, people are noticing you enough to say, hey, this guy isn't saying stuff right or I don't resonate with it. And that's okay. And to be okay with um, not being right all the time is also something that is definitely learned through practice, right? Absolutely. Nice. And so tell me more about the people that you work with. I mean, for a person like me, the regular Joe versus the guys that go to TEDx and speak in front of I don't know, 2000 plus people. Mm -hmm. Is there a difference in the way those kind of people show up versus, you know, just say a person just wants to work on their confidence. I say, first of all, I don't think you're a regular Joe. <laughs> start that off. I'll start. That. I want to clarify that because you know, you're here, you got your show going. That, that's not, that's not a, I hate to use the word. That's not average behavior, but it, it, it's, it's somebody that has more ambition and that is going for their dreams. So that, that's the first thing. Now, when it comes to TEDx, I've worked with TEDx speakers for many years. The, the event that I personally coach with, and I took people through from application to speaker selection to training them for you know, six months to get ready for that talk. And that was in front of an audience of you know, 2,700 people. You start to see it. Now, the thing is, people like you do it. It's not, that's one of the biggest misconceptions. They would think that, oh, these are only for professional speakers. It's not. A lot of times it's people that they have a cause, they have a mission, they have a message that they want to get out in the world. Do they have some speaking experience? Yes, that's definitely an advantage, but it's not, I think the misconception people typically have is that it's these, you know, motivational speakers that do it. I found that the person that's just got a message and they refine it, they actually tend to do better. They're way more coachable because they don't have the, you know, this is what I do <laughs> running in the background. But yeah, absolutely. We just, it's, 
any one of my clients, when they come in, I'm like, you know, you could do a TEDx talk. And it's interesting. Usually they're like, ah, no way. I'm like, look, I, I know what they look like at the beginning. The difference is they've committed to, you know, six months to write the talk and practice for it. I mean, if you put that time in, yeah, you could do it too. Right. And I guess it comes back full circle to the whole, you know, you put 10,000 hours into anything, you'll get good at it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So anybody could potentially become a TED talk talker right? yeah, with enough practice and enough commitment. So in your experience, what are maybe the top three or five traits in a person that is either coachable and will succeed in a type of program that you offer? That's a very good question. Uh, very good question. Okay. So I typically work with heart centered, uh, you know, purpose driven entrepreneurs, whatever you want to call it. There seems to be some terms now floating around. I didn't realize it's still recently. And, and what this is, is, is my clients there, they want to make money, but they're more interested in making a difference in the world because they, they look at money is the byproduct of putting your message out in a bigger way, helping more people improve their lives. You're going to make money. Okay. So that's the first thing. Now, in terms of traits that I look for, the first is you got to be open to change. Sometimes people come in and that's why I've calls with people before our, our trainings, just to see if they're a fit. The, the most important piece in my experience is personal development because it's very little to do with the technical side. The technical side, we can map that out very quickly. There's not that many fundamentals of speaking in public or being with confident, but it's more the inner game. So that's the first thing is just really doubling down on the personal development. Two is the ability to be open about what you're experiencing because when people withhold, I always tell a lot of my prospective clients, they're like, what if I don't get any results? I go, look, the only way you're not going to get results is if you don't show up. If you don't walk in that door, you know, walk in the door and then we'll take care of the rest from there. But then even when they're in there, if you're feeling defeated, if you're feeling sad, embrace the resistance. And so that's, that's a big thing too, because the resistance comes, I remember I had a client back in January, he came in and, and he was like, this guy been emailing me for two years. Hey, I want to do your course. And then wouldn't pull the trigger. I want to do your course. Verbally said he was going to sign up, never paid the invoice, ran away for like, I'm like, Hey dude, this never came, came back. A year later, he reached out. He's like, Hey, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm so sorry, blah, blah. I, and I was initially, I was like, okay, forget this guy. Like I'm not, I'm never going to work with him. And I'm like, you know what? I got on the phone. I just called him up. I was like, Hey, how's it going? And he's like, look, I'm embarrassed. I was like, Hey, that's okay. That's in the past. Just tell me you're going to show up. And he goes, yes, no problem. That's all I need to hear. And he shows up and he's this like big, you know, CrossFit muscle dude, former bouncer guy. And he, day one, he's like, listen, sorry, he's got like sweat stains going on. He's like, this is more intense than any workout I've ever done in my life. And, and, and when we got into it, he's like, look, I'm confronting fears that I've had for 20 years. And he had a rough first date. It was a rough date because he was confronting everything. And that night, he told me he was walking down. We're in Vancouver. He's driving, walking down downtown across the bridge. And he sees his friends in a bar. And he's like, what am I doing? I should just go in there and get hammered and just forget this whole, I should just blow this whole thing off. And he sat there and he's like, look, I've run away from this thing for 20 years. If I walk in, I'm just delaying it even more. And he decided to go home, get some sleep. He showed him the next day. He shared that story. We all rallied around him and he had an amazing second day, really brought it together, confronted that fear, stepped through it. And he reached out to me like 
three weeks after the training, he'd done two talks and he just like started this whole new, this whole new trajectory in his life. But you got to seek the resistance. And that's the one thing when the resistance hits, when that fear hits, it's trying to convince you that you're not good enough. And that's where you got to explore and go, what's really beneath this. And, and that's, that's the most important thing for, for my clients that, that succeed is that they're open to feel that resistance and explore it. Nice. And I love that whole setting the expectation. Oh, yeah. Defining success doesn't mean to get a million views on YouTube or go on a stage with TED Talks. Yep. It's actually just to find who you are truly within, speak authentically, and be able to show up in a totally different way that you've never done before. Did I, did I nail that on the head? Hit that on the head? You absolutely nailed it, Alex. You know, because I, I believe that there's only a few truly profound. I, I'm a personal development junkie go to all trainings and things like that. I actually do the training. So this might sound ironic that I'm even sharing this. That said, I believe that the deepest form of personal development comes from putting yourself out there, speaking on video or on stage, relationships, like long-term relationships, and silence, like a Vipassana, silent meditation, because that's where you cut all that noise out. That's the deep, in my experience, that's the deepest place for personal development because when you put yourself out there, there is no greater fear than to be humiliated and kicked out of a tribe. And you know, a lot of my clients, maybe they had sales for a company in the background and then they become self-employed and they can't speak, they can't sell. It's because there's no greater way for you to feel that you're worth it. You can sell other people's products when you're putting yourself out there. That's the biggest challenge. Nice. And always putting yourself out there isn't easy as well. So the people that are listening to this show, there are a bunch of coaches, entrepreneurs, and people who really love personal development. So I love the fact that you said you, even as a coach, are a lifelong learner in some ways, and you continue developing yourself as well. Um, so thank you for that. Yeah, constantly. You have to. <laughs> for sure. I, I'm totally right there with you. Um, and so it's also interesting how you brought up that even big burly men who are CrossFit with tons of muscles can still feel small within them. Right. And to face those fears and feel that resistance. Now there are two types of fears that I've found. One fear is the subconscious one. We don't know why it's there, where it stems from, but it's there and it stops us from doing so much. And then there's that other fear, the fear of feeling uncomfortable, feeling that resistance. And that's the one that I believe helps people grow. When you are able to shine the light on that, you're able to actually take on so much more, show up so much differently. And once you step into it, especially I guess in courses like yours, you see some phenomenal things. Would you agree? Oh yeah, absolutely. Nice, awesome. Okay, so before I ask you how people can reach out to you and talk to you, I have this section on the show called Speed Round. Okay. okay. So this is a fun little section where I'm going to give you some prompts and you're going to fill in the blanks. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Excellent. Here we go. My favorite mentor is Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary Vaynerchuk. Why? Gary, Vay I, I would take a bullet for Gary V. Uh, you know, hopefully that is not non-lethal, but uh, <laughs> non-lethal. But it, when it was, when I was, uh, do you want me to expand on this or okay, okay cool. so i was starting off i worked in finance lost my job 
went to the mental hospital, entered a stress management program, rebuilt my life. And I had this idea to help people just by sharing my story. I had so much anxiety and fear about putting myself out there and just feeling not good enough, imposter syndrome, all these elements. Started to get asked to do talks. And I was combined with this. So here I am, imagine I'm 29, 30, in my parents' basement, got this blog, no idea how I'm gonna do anything. I got outside pressure, people saying that I'm wasting my life, that I'm wasting my time. Entered a business program uh, to start up a business. It was government funded to get started and not be unemployed. They ended up kicking me out, saying that it was it was uh, irresponsible for them to allow me to continue this business, that it would never work. So all this outside pressure, deep down, I knew that I could do it. I came across Gary Vaynerchuk and his videos. And one of, one of the videos he says, if you have good shit, put it out there. People will find you. And I clung to that. That was, this is, I guess, back in 2010, 2011. When I heard that, I'm like, all I have to do is put my message out there. People find it. And so I stuck to that. And that's why... Gary Vee, at that time, was in such a fragile state that anything would have moved me off. And it was seeing that guy like, yeah, that's all I gotta do, put my message out there. So Gary Vee, first mentor I've ever had. Nice, awesome, love it. Second speed round question is, success to me is? Success to me is doing what you love to do. And taking out, taking money out of the equation. You know, that's something I that came across recently. People were asking about your, uh, or the, was it your, uh, not your superpower, it's something like your superpower, but your unique ability. That's what it was. Your unique ability. And I was like, I don't know, you know, that and the zone of genius and these types of things. And it's, what would I do? I like to think of, if I won, I don't know, $100 million in a lotto and I had zero and, you know, I need to work but I had all the resources to do what I want, what would I do? And I thought about it, I'm like, I would still do training. I, I would do trainings and I would do shows like podcasts. That's it, that's all I wanna do. So I think that success is that when you, you have personal sovereignty over your time and you choose to create what you want in the world, I think that's what actually uplifts yourself, but also the whole world. Nice, thank you for that. And finally, last question here. If I could restart from scratch, I would do I could restart from scratch it's funny i was talking to my buddy adam about this we're, we're saying if we've both been in business now for right like nine nine years and i asked him i go if you were to restart from day one again but you know what you know you, you knew then what you know now how how many you know how long do you think it would take you to get to where you are and both of us said we could do nine years and two years like we, we can get to where we've been in, in nine years and two years because what i would do is start off, just get clarity on my program. I would just get a bunch of influential business leaders, say, come to my training for free. And I would do the program and I say, look, who do you know that would benefit from this? Do that, do an affiliate deal, build it up from there and just get to That's what I would have done. Because in the beginning, I, was, I remember it's comical now. I was so scared about, I had like $97, you know, half day events. And I was so scared because I actually needed the money. I was, I was broke. I needed the money. I was scared that if I gave it away, I, I was losing money. I'm like, oh my God, I can't. But I wasn't looking past the person in front of me to who's the network behind them. And that was the thing. I would hit up, I'd go hit up all the business coaches and marketing trainers and people like that that have entrepreneurs in as clients. Just go, hey, I'm doing a free promo training. Pay the whatever, thousand bucks to rent the room and get that going. Boom, do that, get referrals. 
affiliate deals, I can build this up very quickly. And, nice. and I would have documented from day one. That was another thing. Ah, I, I didn't document from day one. Awesome. Thank you for that. These are awesome golden nuggets of wisdom here that for the viewers, if you're listening, listen up because Lucas, this is some awesome stuff. I want to thank you for coming on the show. For those of you who want to reach out to Lucas, um, I'll put all the links, his email, website in the description below. And I want to say thanks again for taking the time to join us today, Lucas. Most welcome. Hey, one more thing, if I could add. Sure. Yeah, this is for coaches. Now, here's the thing. With coaches, you got it. My one tip with coaches, for them, if you have fear about putting yourself out there, two things. One, know that your inner critic is not what other people see. We are always our worst critics. So the first thing is look at it and just acknowledge that when you're looking at, oh, I don't like this, this, and this, your audience isn't looking at that. But then two, and this is a piece I got called out on in a personal development program. The trainer said, you're committed to, to empowering leaders, but he's like, you're being selfish, you're being greedy. If you really cared about people, you would put your message out there. But right now, you're more concerned with looking good than really making a difference in the world. And that one hurt because I got called out and when I sat with it, it's absolutely right. If you're a coach, you entered that industry because you want to help people. But what stops us from sharing our message and putting it out there? Fear of looking bad, not being liked, this and that. You got to call yourself out, look in the mirror and go, look, if I'm really here to be that leader, I need to transcend it and focus on making that impact. Think about who's there desperately waiting for your expertise. And that's enough to take that step. So that's the thing. You know, don't, don't be greedy. Put your message out there because there are people that are suffering and struggling and they're waiting for you to show up. Awesome. Beautiful words said by a beautiful man. Thank you, Lucas. Appreciate your time. And well, I will talk to you soon. Sounds good, Alex. All right. Cheers. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Alex here. If you enjoy this episode with Lucas on confidence speaking and want to learn more about how to take your business to the next level, please go check out coachalexlin.com. There you'll find more podcast episodes, how to join an exclusive Facebook group of amazing storytellers, and a ton of other resources for coaches and entrepreneurs. You'll also be able to learn more about coaching and how to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. If you gain some value and want to support me on my mission to transforming the lives of 1,000 people, you can either search for Connect the Dots on iTunes and leave a rating, or simply subscribe to my YouTube channel so that you can enjoy, like, and share my videos. So thanks again for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.